Yes, sir. Just Offside Podcast. We're back. International podcast. Keith, how well, are you, bro? Always, it's always international. <laughs> it is. <laughs> except I'm in a, a different location this week. I'm committed to the pod. I don't have my microphone with me, but we're making it happen and we're making it work. Yeah, we have to. On a Monday. On Monday a mother- evening over here. On a motherfucking Monday, bro. <laughs> And uh, on Monday night in, in the home of the GOAT, where Pirelli is. Bro, it's crazy, man. Flying in. Um, For those of you that are listening, I'm in Madeira, Madeira Island um, Airport in Funchal. Um, posted up in my hotel, actually, right now. Um, Bro, it's just so nice when you get off the plane and it's sun, it's warm. Ugh. You're, like, sweating because you have too many layers on. You go around and you get like a beer and it's like a euro getting food and it's like incredible food, like fish just straight off the catch. And it's like six, six euros. And you're like, oh, man, why is stuff so cheap and affordable? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I need a fucking I need some sun, a beach, hopefully next month. (laughs) Bro, you you want buddy? Well, you know me and listeners you if you know who i am you know i don't have that much facial hair and today bro before i left um i went out the night before i woke up feeling rough for the flight which seems to be like a common theme for me which is not great but i uh forgot to shave so like my neck hairs are just like patchy weird side of my face is looking bad i walked by a barbershop today i was like it can't be that much. I went in. I looked. The guy barely speaks any English. I was like, "Can you do the beard, the sides?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem. Quick, quick, quick." It's like work. Bro, seven euros. Oh, you're gonna say it was expensive? No, bro, that's perfect then. Seven euros, hot towel, massage. <laughs> the guy did like the Theragun on my face. Like the shit was incredible. That's beautiful. So, um, seven bucks, bro. <laughs> so nice. I was like, bro, I would be doing this all the time this <laughs> year. Hopefully, it lets me grow my beard. I was gonna ask him for some products, but it's okay. We'll wait for the sponsors on that still. But no, no products helping you, bro. Be thirty, man. What you got is what you got now, bro. It's coming. Man. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait for the. We're gonna oh. get some crazy sponsor, and it's gonna be like, yeah, you got it. And then within like six months, I'll have a beard. <laughs> and then I'll be clean. But I'll tell you about this. What happened? Every time I travel, I think about like obviously I don't dictate where I travel based off a of footy, but sometimes it helps and it guides the trip. And when I was coming here and I booked the flight, yeah. I I looked up teams that were playing in like teams that are based in Madeira. And for some reason, yeah. only, only one club showed up. And when I saw their schedule, they were away. So I was like, okay, fuck, missed opportunity, won't see a game. I lay on Saturday. I go to a pub to watch the Arsenal match. A guy, yeah. bes- a guy besides me is from Leeds, this is English guy. He starts chatting to me, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, the local team plays tomorrow. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, um, tomorrow, half eight, they're playing. I was like, no fucking way. I pulled it up. I go and check, and they, the actual team is playing. Um, and they played last night. So 
I'm asking around. I go on the website. Most shit show of a website. It's like if I put it together. There's no tickets. There's no, nothing. <laughs> there's no information on it. I'm like, fuck, you can't find anything. I asked the hotel receptionist, whatever. She's like, no, can't find anything. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Talk to someone. And they're like, just go to the stadium before. I was like, fuck, no. What is going on? I go on Twitter. I respond to their tweet. And maybe like five minutes later, I see that some person like follows me and hits me up. So I DM the guy and this young guy. Shout out to him because he put, came through hard. Name was Zhao. And he messaged me and he went, bro, um, I got a ticket for you. Come through. I was like, for real? And he's like, yeah, um, come. Like, just meet me here wherever beforehand. I got the ticket for you. Um, we'll, have a, we'll have a drink and then you can go watch. I was like, unreal. So I showed up, went to the game, um, gave me the ticket. I got him some beers, which were only a euro anyway. So it was fucking amazing. <laughs> got him. Uh, just one beer, man. <laughs> exactly. I was like, bro, I, had, I asked for four beers and I thought it was going to be like a lot. So I handed the guy 20 euros. I got back so much change. <laughs> it was so cheap. So um, went in. The guy actually like, shout out to Joe again, uh, Jao um gave me like a brief background about the club about the history about like where they typically are they're having like a horrible season and they're in the relegation battle right now and it's like yeah terrible times for them they haven't gone down or like been relegated in like almost like an everton situation of portugal okay and they're playing braga who's third in the league um up there with benfica and uh, porto Portal, yeah. So they've been having a really good season. So um, it was going to be a tough one. And then, you know what? Capacity wise, 10,000. Place had a really good atmosphere. It looks uh, sick. Yeah. The state, some of those small stadiums are cool, though. Most yeah. Much of that. Braga fans, like they had a good little pocket. They traveled well, which is cool for them. Like an amazing away day to go to Madeira. Yeah. Um, They went up 1 0, and the place went nuts. <laughs> a minute and a half, minute and a half later, they get scored on, and it just went silent pin drop. <laughs> and then right before half, they got a penalty against them. Uh, Braga went up two one, and then by then, second half was okay. The quality in the first half was really good, and then second half kind of died down. But um, for a free ticket, for cheap drinks, for that whole experience, definitely yeah. worth it. Sick, yeah, it looks sick. Stadium looks sick. And it's cool to see. That's your first game. You've seen other games in Portugal before? No. no. First, time. first first ever game in Portugal and top division as well. So I was kind of actually stoked. Yeah. It. And I've kind of lived by like whoever I go and see like first game, I become like their supporter and yeah. I, I, I root for them. I don't know if I'm going to root for Medi <laughs> it's Meditim, Medicim or something like that. How you pronounce it uh, correctly? It said like Meritimo, but yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to keep like tabs on them for the rest of the season to see if they uh, survive. See if they stay out. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. But yeah, it's, 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 dope. Dope. it's dope. It's a good experience. Um, yeah, really cool. Just glad I could go. Got a hard copy ticket, which I love. Love collecting those. Um, didn't get any merch, but I'm going to try and find a little something from them. Before just you to, leave, yeah. Yeah, just to keep tabs and yeah, just to have a little something, whether it's a scarf or a cap or something small. Um, Is the... Um... Is the Ronaldo's museum? Is the museum there? Yeah, it is. I'm saving that for Thursday. You going Thursday? Yeah, because it closes at like five, and I'm kind of like just exploring True. during the day. And Thursday I fly out, so I'm gonna go check that out before I fly. 
got a statue of them. I think they have some of like Champions League trophies or like golden golden boot trophies in there. Yeah, they probably got jerseys all over the place, boots. Yeah, so I mean, it should be cool. I'll take some pictures. I'll put up some videos. Throw it on the on the page on the Instagram if you're not already following it. Just upside underscore pod. Go follow it if you're listening right now. Um, but yeah, it's crazy that he came from here, man. Like, Small. it sounds it sounds ridiculous, but like it's like the tiniest island. It's an island, island, yeah. Three thousand kilometers off the coast of Africa. You're like in the middle of yeah, that's crazy. Nowhere and even like infrastructure here is like crazy. Like you just go around and like it's actually very well put together and like getting yeah. around and like bus services everything is so well connected just get like taxis are on the app everything like very impressed with how it's actually set up and how easy it is to get around still Madeira, home of cristiano Ronaldo. bro you know what every single guy remember when we were growing up and um ronaldo had the rat tail and the like the yeah. faux hawk and like that was like every single person's look, and they wanted yeah. to be like that. Do you know how many fucking guys here look like Jao Felix? Really? That hair, like <laughs> you're like a two thousands like skater boy. Every yeah, single like guy, a, t- a tanned beaver, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. It, <laughs> and like so many people have the hair. So many people have like the wings coming off their head. I'm like looking around. I'm like, is this actually the look here? Must be, but it's a Portuguese look. They all look like that. That's it's wild, but yeah, no, Portugal's been dope so far. Big, big things the next two days. Some volcanic pools, some massive hikes. So, um, see if the legs and uh, old man Pab can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> might die, might not make it. But oh, fuck. Do you know what is going to kill me, Keith? I think I have a good idea. <laughs> But, uh, but uh, I'll let you go. <laughs> you know what? Like I told you and I said, when I got off the plane, the first thing I did, I had to go check into and I ran and found where Arsenal were, were going to be shown. And watching that game, they're going to kill me. They're going to finish me. Arsenal are going to kill me. And if Arsenal don't kill me, VAR is going like, <laughs> to put the dagger in and twist it. <laughs> I am so angry and so fed up, but I'm, I, I was thinking about it all day today about how I'm going to word it and how I'm going to say it. Like, this is just the, my place to vent. I don't care about the, the results and how we played was, was not good. It wasn't great and it wasn't how it should have been. And yeah. I'm, I, I can fully say that. And I'm going to be like, yeah, that's clear as day. But when VAR in three instances this weekend you have Palace and Brighton they drew the wrong line you have Thomas Suchek handballing it on the ground and nothing is done you have Arsenal and Norgard being clearly offside and they yeah, have so that- not drawn the line and they've not looked at that the Arsenal one is the second phase of play. They they wanted the offside. Like once he kicked it back to Ivan Tony, he was yeah. the one who was off. He's okay. the one who's offside. So they were looking at like the block up top and then the offside there, but then they didn't draw the lines on Norgard. And then you get an issue of an apology the next day. 
thought it was the NBA for a second, man. But they fucking missed those calls, bro. They, the two-minute report. Two-minute report the next day. <laughs> I woke up in the morning and I saw, like, what, um, David Howard or whatever the fuck his name is. Howard. Howard what? Howard Webb, that David Howard. I was thinking of David Stern. <laughs> 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 sure. And coming out just saying, we apologize. We made two mistakes. Bro, two points could win us the title. But hey, we always talk about VAR and having wanting a human error back. There's the human error you get from the refs, man. But that you is might like, get... that's, okay, if, if we said, if we go back to like, you know when we talked about United won with Arsenal? That is yeah. like, that's up for discussion. And if you go, okay, you th- you think it's a foul. I don't think it's a foul, whatever. But we both can be like, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. And it gets called, it got called. So what? So be it. But when it's actual just drawing lines and offside, which is why like VAR was first really brought in for like, one, the goal line technology, and then two, for the lines for offside. And we see lines drawn all the time. For that to be a mistake, that's a crazy error. If it was a foul or like a a miss up with something, then I'd be like, yeah, you know what? That's kind of like blurred. Let it go. But lines being drawn, they get drawn all the fucking time. Yeah. But I think for me with the bars, like that that shit in lines, whatever, it's going to even out throughout the duration of the season. It season, it it, uh, evens out for me. Like we, like we talked about last week with Joel, how we look at the Arsenal or the Man U City with that offside and the week later you could you could say with the Zinchenko offside this offside that but the call goes the other way so I think eventually throughout the season you're going to get a call that's going to go back your way again and then it evens out for me but of course it's frustrating in the moment when it takes two crucial points away from your club of course yeah it's tough it's tough but yeah man 1-1 against fucking Brentford at home but they just saw that out it's tough, man. I think I think Trussard has to start on Wednesday. Yeah. Just freshen things up a little bit. I mean, he's been really effective effective coming off the bench. But it just seems like a little bit it's I don't want to say like overplayed or like just very repetitive, but like the phases in attack and the phases of motion just seem like kind of predictable. And just I think yeah. Trussard Trussard changes that up and he just throws throws the defenses and what they're expecting off just a little bit. So I think, uh, and he's caused chaos a little bit before with Brighton against City. So if he can come with it, then yeah. And, and I, not- I saw, um, what's his name? Troops made a good point too. He's saying that not even Trussard, but he would have started uh, Kieran Tierney in that game. Just because really? you feel like, he says you feel, and I, I agreed with what he said. Uh, because Zinchenko he sits his, his tucks in so much inside, he's almost like another midfielder. But Tierney's like an out and out, gets up and down the wing, gets past your uh, your winger as well. A lot of two v making those a lot of two v ones and all that action kind of actions. And uh, I don't think Zinchenko doesn't do, do that as much. He's not as pacey. He's not gonna beat a player. Tierney has that, and I think that would help Martin Martinelli a lot too. Yeah, that does having that player too. I think that is big because he doesn't have anybody overlapping him every time he gets yeah. it. Like you said, it's always going to be like that midfielder drops back and becomes a 2v1. Yeah, right? Like so the then he's left way. alone a lot. But I do think, yeah, Trussard for me, we talked about two on the weekend. I think he has to start. I would have started him against Brentford, to be honest. Which Martinelli's been kind of inconsistent the last few couple of weeks. 
But yeah, like we said, man, that was an important game for Arsenal, man, because now you go into biggest game of the season. You haven't won in what three games, four games now? And those little one of those dips, the first dip of the season at the wrong time. So it's gonna be a huge, huge, huge game Wednesday. This will this will show me if you go and after this poor run of form and beat City, then there's like fuck. For me, that will change. I'll be like, hey, maybe they got it. Cause I still don't think you guys will win the league. But if you do that, I'm like, okay, that's massive. Massive, massive. Because they you'll be what tied on points if the city wins. Yeah, with a game in hand. Game in hand doesn't matter, bro. No, but you I'm just saying losing I'm just, your game in hand. Yeah. yeah, no, but I'm just saying this is like with the mm-hmm. the fixtures. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think if they if they can hold serve and get a three points at home against City, that'd be massive, massive towards the title charge. But I don't know. Especially with this different form right now. City look like they're perhaps gonna have them ready. It'll be a, it'll be an exciting game, I think. But that'll be a good one. I cannot Massive wait. I, I cannot wait for it. But I mean, I've read somewhere a couple of different people being like, "Don't be nervous, be excited." I'm like, "Fam, who are you?" <laughs> what? Yeah, what makes you think? That's what I was looking at. You, I mean, excited because yeah, you guys haven't played matches like that in a while. Yeah, like it's a massive match. But come on, what do you mean, <laughs> bro? I'm so nervous. Wednesday night, I'm gonna be at this pub. The worst part is, is like Portuguese commentary, and I cannot find oh, English true. commentary anywhere. So even watching that game on Saturday, I was just like, fuck, just so different. Like it's just a yeah. different feel. But um. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching that. I'm, I'm. I saw Holland went off at halftime. I don't know if that's a little tactic. See if he's in, injured or not. I doubt he's actually injured. The guy's fucking eighty percent. No, steal. Fucking yeah. Because they don't play. No, you play. Obviously, they play Wednesday. I was gonna say they don't play Champions League tomorrow. But no, obviously not. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think he'll be fine, man. They looked. They looked good. The first. I watched that first like half hour, forty minutes of their. Their game on the weekend, they look good. It's ticking. They looked good. Yeah. It's just typical. It's like what that winning team, right? They've done it before, said it. Yeah. Gone through it. They know what it takes. They like they don't get ahead of themselves. They don't get down on themselves. Even with like all of the the scandals coming out and everything about the I know, job, it's everything. Like... It's like they just doesn't even phase them. And like whoever's stepping in, playing Doing well. Mares is into his second half of the season form. Yeah. Just... Grealish is finally performing. Like, so we'll fucking see, man. That's just the difference between them and everybody else, I think, in this league. Like, I feel like Arsenal, if you have a better, obviously, an experienced manager, but he's doing well. But, like, like what is he saying after that match against Brentford going into City? And what leaders do you have on that team that are going to really pick you, try and pick the team up, man, for like a massive game? In this, in this forum, but excited to see how they respond, man. We'll see. Yeah, it's a big, big response game. And yeah. Trussard said it best after the game. He said, you know what? When a result like this happens, the first thing you want to do is try and like fix it and play again and like yeah. rectify it. So having a game on a Wednesday yeah. and not having to wait a full week is a good thing. It is a good thing too, yeah. And I was like, yes, I love to hear that, Trussard. So, um, yeah. yeah, let's hope and see. Like I said, nervous as fuck. Right, if we can get a if we can get a W, man, be I'll be crazy. I'll be yeah. gassed, gassed. Because I bought a ticket for a couple weeks, um, so I can go back at Tagua and when we play Everton, <laughs> um, nice Wednesday night picture. Guy that I bought the ticket off of went 
Um, I can't make it Wednesday. Do you want to go to the city game? I went, oh, oh fuck. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was teased. I was like, damn. I would have, yeah, I would have, but I'm in Portugal. Fucking hell. Let's talk about your, your Reds and United. And yeah. You know what? So, having to play having to play the same team twice within the span of a week is always can be tricky, especially with a change of manager and yeah, that's even um, makes it even more tricky, man. Because like, that first game, they probably had no like you have no idea how to plan for them. You have no idea what that uh, those coaches gonna do. So that one makes it hard. And then obviously that new or no no manager bounce they had. <laughs> oh, it's always testy. And Leeds, man, they're always one of those wild. Then we had wild results with them in the last years. Like we beat them like six two. They beat us. It's been weird. So. But man, and I texted you before too. I didn't like the lineup, but fuck this guy Ten Hag. Is, that's why he's the manager. I'm fucking watching on TV, man. Because <laughs> this fucking guy got it right again, man. It's crazy, but Rashford. I don't know what he's what Ten Hag has done to him. He's but he's just fucking amazing. The thing is, we didn't play great, but once those legs started getting heavy for Leeds at the end, I think we just had enough, bro, to put those two. We had enough legs to put those two goals away, but it's a tough place to go. That result after the, the tie midweek, man, I'll take it any day. That's a massive, that's a big result for us. We got Barca this week where he interchanged, got Maguire in. I think Martina, I think Martinez is, is uh suspended for for uh, the Barca game. So that's why I'm surprised he didn't start. Yeah, he put Shaw in there at the at center back, but so Bitsa looked looked okay. Looked okay. Fred redeemed himself after that fucking shocker. <laughs> Midweek. Holy fuck. He is the bro, he is so up and down. It's unbelievable. Man. That guy. He's the highs and lows of footy. Oh, like I'll give you a nine out of ten and then a zero out of ten the next day. It's fucking crazy. But you know what? You know, for Leeds, they're um because they really showed up that first half in the at Old Trafford, but man, McKinney and and uh, Adams don't fucking stop running, bro. They don't. They're all over the pitch. They're giving us so many problems, bro. That first game, all over the pitch, bro. I watched like, Tyler fuck. Adams a lot that match. Yeah. And yeah, it's his legs are always moving. He's it seems to be always like in not I don't know. I wouldn't say like the right place. But always in the vicinity. He's of in the. Place. Yeah, he's always there. Yeah. You know who I, I really like he... is that winger, Ganoto. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's young too, huh? Young, he... Italian. Yeah, I think he's 19. Yeah. He causes a lot of problems. So, but yeah, they need they need something more. The thing is with the, those guys, I don't know how they are. Like they can, they run, they run, but on the ball. Like I don't see, I don't see Tyler Adams playing the ball. There's a range of passing, I don't know. Don't see it as much, but like when he's just when he gets stuck in and just causes problems, just some instances like oh, if he was next to like a ball playing midfielder, I think that'd be fucking yeah, problems. He, like what you said, he breaks the ball up, he breaks up yeah. the place so much. But yeah, his, so pa- much. his passing that's what I was watching as well. Him and McKinney, not amazing yeah, ball players. But fuck. That's a massive result, man. For us to, we're just trying to get away. Got to get as far away from 
these Tottenham's and Newcastle's trying to secure that fucking top four spot, man. The Liverpool's, Chelsea's. So obviously ecstatic, a big away win. Hopefully take some momentum into to Europa League. I don't know how I feel about Europa, man. Barcelona, like, man. Be, they're flying. I mean, I know they're flying too, but I don't know, like... I think I'd rather get knocked out, to be honest. I don't think we'll win it. Really? No, I don't think we'd win it. I'd rather... I want top four secured. We need Champions League. Because especially with these new owners coming in, I'm sure they'll spend big. Whoever we get, whoever comes and buys us, they'll spend big this summer. So I'd rather us... Let's win a trophy. Hopefully it's the Carabao Cup. Because if not, then I don't know if we win anything else. Maybe FA Cup. Never know. But a trophy top four for United this season would be ecstatic. Speaking of potential new owners, have you seen that Elon Musk has entered the chat? Yeah, I saw that too, but fuck. This guy just enters chats for fun. (laughs) Man, can you imagine? Your preseason would be on fucking Mars, bro. Yeah, man. (laughs) Boys showing up in the Teslas. That actually be kind of hard. Yeah, I think uh, think it's going to be the Qatari. The Qatari guys are coming in. Taking so over, man. In for it, man. But yeah, United, great result. Listen, you never know. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say nothing, but I'm just going to say you never know. All right. All right. <laughs> you never know the way things are going this season. It's been a weird, wacky season, man. But top four, we need We need top four. Give me top four. Give me a trophy. Ten Hag. Keep these players going. Sancho, get him back in. It could be like a new signing too for us this last leg of the season if he can find form. So I'm excited to see where we end up. Yeah, naturally. And like you got new manager, you're playing well. Last year at this time, you didn't even want to watch United. Oh, bro, you didn't yeah. even want to do anything. So, <laughs> so it's not be a year. <laughs> it's nice when your team's actually doing well. Um, yeah. Other results in the league. I mean, not overly um, overwhelming or much to talk about. Surprisingly, on Saturday, there were four 1-1 draws, which I can't remember the last time that happened. You got Leicester battering Tottenham. They look worrying without Hugo Lloris, and they need to find a backup keeper, but Leicester hammered them. Wolves got a good good W in a relegation battle at Southampton. And uh, yeah, we talked about Palace, Brighton, draw, where they've VAR have apologized on uh, Estepinian goal offside because they drew the wrong line on the wrong defender. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. And uh, Chelsea West Ham, 1-1. you see any of that one? I didn't see any of it. That's when I was uh, I was flying when that game was happening. Did you? Yeah, I saw, I saw a bit of it. Um and you know what? For like the first, I was like, for the first like fifteen minutes, Chelsea looked okay. I was like, oh shit, it looks um all right. Joe Felix, man, if he, thank God he didn't go to you guys, bro, because I think he would have done fucking, he would have gone mad at Arsenal. He's a baller. I just think he's on the wrong team. Really? Yeah, I rate him. He's a baller. Technically, it's just like ridiculous. I like him. I like the um, Enzo Fernandez looks clean, bro. Looks clean. I need to actually watch them because I haven't watched. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched them with their actual lineup and the new players that they've signed. So that, that Mudrik didn't do much that game, but 
No, for the first like few, it was maybe 15, 15 minutes of the game when they got their goal, that they looked good. And then West Ham got into the game, but we'll see. I think they got the maybe they have a plan. These new players coming in, this might be a down year for them, but like if you look at what they're bringing in within what's his name too, coming from Lipstick. Why is it? I forget his name? And Cuckoo. And Cuckoo, yeah. Coming in too next year. We'll see. I'm sure they'll add some more this summer too. <laughs> that ball is dangerous, and a lot of people will be out the door. Yeah, they're gonna have a whole exit, exit plan, entry yeah. plan. Fuck Chelsea. Right, we'll, just, we'll just see. I will see if Grandpart is the guy for the job. But um, who? Yeah, one one. Potter. We'll see if Potter's the <laughs> oh, guy, yeah, the right guy. For, I thought you said Lampard there for a second. No, no, no Grandpotter. See if he's the right guy. I don't know yet, but I'm sure they, they'll let him. Uh, we'll see how this season and see how the beginning next year goes. I hope Chelsea's season finishes like that fans' f- fucking season finished on the weekend at West Ham. We got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> fucking crazy. Bro, get found out, man. These guys. Such idiots at grounds, at football grounds. They're fucking ridiculous. Um, Yeah, but the Prem, the big game. Probably, well, now the most anticipated game. Nobody would have ever thought that Arsenal Man City on a Wednesday night would be such a big game, but it is. Um, And we got that to look forward to on Wednesday. But tomorrow, Keith, what our episode really should be dedicated is this is the episode of love because this is probably going to come out on Valentine's Day, February the 14th. And me and you... We might be thinking about Valentine's Day, but I think we're also very, very much thinking about the return of the Champions League. Oh, it's back, bro. I was dying. I saw a Champions League tweet that, you know, that that gif of uh, Ronaldinho, he's just licking his lips, shaking his hands. And then <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's back tomorrow. <laughs> so Yeah, iconic. man, it's back. It's back. It's back. February, round of 16. Great games tomorrow. Some great games this week, actually. I like how yeah, they spread we... it out over two weeks and they don't yeah. put all of them all at once. Yeah. So tomorrow on Tuesday, we have Milan and Spurs. Both are kind of in a little bit of a slump, I would say. Yeah, they are, both of them. And it's Conte returning to Milan. To, to Milan, yeah. Obviously, he um, was an Inter guy, but... Got to go back to Milan. He knows the San Zero well. He knows those walls. He knows that <laughs> pitch. I'm sure. I'm as much as I don't want to say it. I think Spurs are gonna cruise. Yeah, let's do some predictions. You say Spurs? You think? Yeah, cruise. Yeah, I think so as well. As much as they look shit, I think Milan have been worse. Yeah, just so, not. So I go Spurs. Yeah, I go Spurs as well for that one tomorrow. And then the the one where Ronaldinho should be licking his lips. This tie is going to be great. Is PSG Bayern Munich, and just today actually, those guys that were supposed to be ruled out. And yeah, I saw that. We're back in training. Let's go. It could make this a great affair. They've had some great games, obviously dating back over the last couple of years. I don't know what to think. Where is it? Is it in Paris? First games in Paris. Yeah. Ooh, this is going to be nice. I got to make sure I see some of this game. 3, 3 p.m. Oh, in Paris. I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go uh, draw. 
First leg draw. First leg draw. Interesting. I want to see how much minutes, like if Messi's actually going to play. Yeah, so little, Mbappe I, too. I saw those reports he that he's going to be on the bench. So Did Mbappe play on the weekend? No. So he hasn't even back too. Yeah, fuck, I'm going to go Bayern win. You know, it's interesting because the last time they've obviously were playing, when I was thinking, oh, I'm just thinking about it, is you had Messi, Bayern lose Lewandowski. Kind of seems like a little bit of a shift. I don't know who's going to like really score. I just think. Oh, yeah, I, I, Sadio's Mane is still out, right? Yeah. So Mane I think, is still out. I, I think don't know. They've been playing. I think, I think PSG went at home. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a 1 0 or a 2 1. I'm going to go. I'm going to stay draw. So the goals are gone too, right? Yeah, they're finished. And then we got yeah, our so... we got our Canadian, Tejan Buchanan and Club Bruges up against Benfica. First leg in Bruges. It's going to be an interesting tie. That will be. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the best ones of this round. So I think either team can go through because Bruges have been uh, playing very well in Champions League. They've, had some great results. Did they win that group? No. They, they won the group. Second, but they, they won the group, right? I believe so, yeah. No, then, then you get the second. Oh, yeah, get the no, second. no. Yeah, they were second. They were second, my bad. But still, yeah, three wins in the group. Draw, one draw, two two draws at a loss. But they had some great results, man. I, th- I think at home, Benfica. Benfica's played well, too, though. <sighs> this is going to be good. I'm going to go Bruges win, though. Slight win. It's interesting. Back to Bruges, they haven't lost in six matches, but they also haven't won in five matches. They've won one in five. There's a lot of draws yeah. in them. And I think at home they gotta get the result. They so gotta go for it. Yeah. Italian referee at home. Who knows if Mignolet can pull something out the bag? But <laughs> that's gonna be one that Obviously, that's on Shocking. Wednesday night. So I'm not going to be... I'll keep tabs on it, but I'll be watching the Arsenal game. Yeah, on Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, true. All those games at the same time. Yeah. So you really think... Cool. I'm going to go... Draw. Bruges and Bebica and Bruges draw. And Atasia and Buchanan yellow card. Because you know what? He low-key loves a yellow card. Yeah, this guy gets stuck in. I hope he gets a goal, bro. Get his first... First Champions League goal and knockout stage would be sick. It would be huge. My favorite, my favorite uh national team player, I think. New of the new new regime. Maple Sane. Yeah. It's a baller. And then rounding off the games, we have well, on the, of this week, we've got Borussia Dortmund and Chelsea. And the first game is in Dortmund. With no hesitation, Dortmund. <laughs> No hesitation. Dortmund. Yes, Dortmund. At home? Yeah, Dortmund. Yeah, that's true, bro. Dortmund haven't lost in eight matches. Yeah. Chelsea Chelsea haven't won an away game in their last eight matches. Yeah, and you're gonna and it's gonna happen there. Like no chance. No chance. Yeah, I go Dortmund, man. You know, Jude's gonna show up too. Oh yeah. He loves he would love that. You know, he's relishing that moment as well. Going yeah. up against Enzo. They put fucking Loftus cheek in there. He's gonna run them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Mason Mount might be in there too. Yeah, for sure. So that that'll be a good game too. I think that actually will be. 
I'd be interested yeah. in that one, especially because it's in Dortmund. I love any chance yeah. watching a game when it's in Dortmund. Yeah, exactly. Crazy some good, atmosphere. some great games, and then obviously next week we'll uh, we'll look into the ones that are happening next week. What about your? You've already talked about it a little bit. Your Europa League, your first leg in Barcelona. Yeah. What else? Uh, what other, are there? Any big other big ones? Um. To. Uh, there's a couple. I mean, you think about Ajax and Union Berlin and Union yeah, Berlin. Yeah, that would be good because they've been playing well, yeah. Super well. You have... Roma Salzburg. Yeah. PSV Sevilla. Yeah, PSV. some good matches. Some decent ones. So I think uh, I like that it's second of the group versus these these ones coming in. The third of the Champions League it makes things very, very interesting. And there's some, yeah, there's some decent ones. Even Leverkusen and Monaco, I feel like could have some, some yeah. uniqueness to it. Renz is, I actually follow Renz a little bit because the Croatian guy plays for them. And Shakhtar, yeah. so Salzburg. And um, what's the name just went out there too? No, or did he go somewhere else? Um, what's that kid who went from Spurs? Who was that Forest? Oh, Jed Spence. Jed Spence is. I think he went to Renz. Maybe yeah, he did. Yeah, he's been playing well too since he went. He got a couple of assists already. I wonder why but, Conte. Um, I wonder why Conte didn't play him. I heard he was a he wasn't a Conte bias uh, club that bought that wanted him. Uh, so he, of course, he never wants to play him. But he's good, man. He's great. Like you're playing he... fucking Emerson. I know who's shit. And then you ter- you terminate Doherty's contract, and then you're thinking like, why hasn't this guy played at all? Yeah. So he got out of there. Good for him. But you say he wants to stay a Spurs player. It's just a low or a straight loan. So we'll see. But yeah, man, we'll see. do you want? How do you feel about it with Arsenal? Like, do you want them to go for uh, the Europa League? No. Yeah, I don't because if we were, I think what you were saying in like that position where we're like battling for like that third or fourth place and getting Champions yeah. League spot. I would be exactly like you. I'd be like, fuck Europa League. The chances of us winning it are going to be probably slim. So let's just focus on the league and securing a Champions League spot. Whereas right now, I would almost say that like, I'm not saying Champions League is guaranteed, but we're in a very, very good position. Yeah, most likely. For you guys, yeah, most likely. To finish top four. It'd be crazy if, yeah, something crazy happened. Exactly. So I think... I, all I wanted was Champions League football. And if you told me Champions League football at the beginning of the year, I'd be gassed. Yeah. So um, Europa League's not a big deal. We're not in any other competition for a trophy. So I guess it would be nice to have a little bit of run and give like the other guys some playing time and help them develop a little bit. But yeah. if it doesn't come to that and it starts messing us up and Thursday away days and traveling and doing whatever, then no. Nah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, like I understand because I feel the same way too. But it's also nice for your, I feel like it's a good experience for those players to get used to playing all these games late in season, important games, right? That too, the side of it. But like, fuck, let's do that next season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, we, when we have the squads that can actually do it. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't have, if you don't have like 25 guys, 23 guys yeah. that you can rely on, you got injuries, then it's just like, nah, these guys have to play like, back-to-back games go thursday and then the prem's yeah. giving the prem's giving you a fucking thursday night early fucking kickoff on a saturday morning yeah, exactly. a fuck, and then you're just getting fucked over so no i'm not feeling that but depending on who we get in the draw what we do 
I mean, I wouldn't mind a Thursday night at the Emirates if they play someone decent. I'll go for sure. Yeah. That's a, the predictions, man. We, one thing that we do have to talk about, and it can help break down, you, you got a little bit more knowledge on the subject. Shit is popping off with Canada soccer. Yeah, it's fucking unfortunate, man. But to me, I think what it comes down to, and I'll read, because I think she broke it down really well. Uh, what Jesse Fleming um, posted about, but it's man, it's up. It's the people who are running kind of soccer up top. And I remember I saw also a video. Oh, fuck, I wish I could have pulled it up too. Um, that I think Julie was Jules Julian the Guzman was talking at the end of um, the TSN broadcasting during the World Cup and saying how like these Canada players they don't trust like the the leaders who are leading CSA right now. Like they need to change. We need to get new blood in there. People who who know and love this game and. I've heard too, uh, Jimmy Brennan and those guys. Um, what's their podcast called again, too? Jim Brennan and those guys. Uh, oh, James Sharman and them. Sharman, yeah. They're saying how we need we need these guys who are po- who have played their careers in Canada to be part of the leadership, man, and and taking these programs to the next level. Man, we just got these fucking business guys that are in here have no soccer knowledge, you know, just trying to take the take advantage of these players, man. But let me read what uh, Jesse Fleming posted because I think she broke it down perfectly. She said, in the first post, she says, our actions against Canada soccer are based on much more than player compensation, which is great to know. So there's two larger issues that exist within Canada soccer. Number one is the poor governance. Financial mismanagement, lack of transparency, the widely reported deal between Canada soccer and Canada soccer business ensures that national programs do not benefit from the increased investment in the sport. Number two, gender equality. In the last two years, there have been significant funding discrepancies between women's and men's national programs, which they're trying to change. I know the men are are wanting to change that as well for them. Uh, What does this mean for the short term, term? Both the men's and women's national team programs have received significant budget cuts in 2023, which affects the ability properly for the women to properly prepare for a Women's World Cup and also also uh, starves the youth programs as well in Canada. Uh, in summary, we are not asking for money. That does not exist in our organization. We are asking for one, the same opportunity to perform and two, the necessary changes within our organization to ensure financial stability moving forward, ultimately supporting both the senior national teams and youth development, which is huge here, man. We have no structure. None. Compared to, yeah, like we're new, we're new to all this, no structure. And I think that will help is when we get, what's somebody's name, Nick Bontis, I think. Yeah, I saw at least all of his. Yeah, all over, right? Yeah, he needs to go. And um, what's his name too, who's up there? His name too, that rat who was at TFC when we were there. I'm afraid of his name, but anyways, him too. But I hope, man, for these players, like they deserve it. The women, especially, man, they were gold medalists. These women, like it's crazy. <laughs> gold medalists getting treated like this in this country, man. But hope they can get figured out because I think they're striking because they're supposed to be playing in some tournament. This she believes cup, I think, this weekend is supposed to start or something. So they're saying actually, they're going to protesting. Are they striking? They're protesting. They say they want to strike and not play. And then I'm hearing that Nick Bonas and them, Kenneth Sager, saying they want to sue the the woman. Like it's craziness that's going on, bro. It's unbelievable. So I hope they can get that sorted out soon, man. Because they have World Cups literally this summer, a few months from now, and they got to deal with this bullshit before it. But it's really embarrassing. 
It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a great word. Yeah, to use for it. it is embarrassing. They have to deal with this shit, man. But if you think about the size of Canada, like we've finally, finally gotten onto the world stage. The women have been on the world stage yeah. as the women's game has grown. The men have got there. We got players in leagues, yeah. and be- and before, I'm sure those guys and as everybody knows if, if they were going somewhere they'd be like oh you're canadian you can't play do whatever yeah and there's always that chip on the shoulder and now for all those guys that are playing and doing whatever and and picking a team and, and going to the training like i'm sure thomas Mueller is cracking jokes about alfonso davies being like what the fuck is happening with canada soccer yeah of course i know and now they're getting clowned for that and the big big thing that i'm thinking of is all for all those dual nationalities exactly if John Herdman's calling you up and being like, come play for Canada, don't represent another country. If that person's oh, 17, shit. 18, goes on Twitter, checks anything, Canada soccer, all of the headlines are about the CSA, who's running yeah. it, lawsuits, whatever. Why would anybody want to join fuck? that? Exactly. That's why it's like, this is the time, man. Don't, don't, I hope these guys don't fuck up this generation of what could be really special and fuck us for these couple years. Where it's the most important, this is the most important time right now. So it's like, but yeah, that's a great point you make there. All those dual nationals we have out there, man. They're going to want nothing to do with this right now. Absolutely nothing. And then we host the World Cup in four years, man. Like, let's fucking see. But I hope they're fucking gone by then. We'll fucking see about that. But it's a mess, man. It's a mess. I hope people protest. I hope we don't go to the game. There's, they're supposed to have a game here next month. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people saying already like they're not going to go, they're not going to support. Yeah. It just sucks, man. It sucks for these guys. I hope they get it sorted out, man. This started before. This started right before. When does this start? Right before or right after qualifying when they had that leverage. So that's been, it's coming up on a year. Just dickheads, man. And just getting worse. So we'll keep an eye on that. I'm sure we'll keep touching on that in the months to come as stories start to develop. But um, do the right thing, man. <laughs> do the right there. thing. If you need a new president, Keith Makubia is up for the job. <laughs> yeah, right. Get, no, we need someone like Jules or Dero, one of those guys up there. At least up there. They don't maybe have to be the president, but they need to be up. In the room. Make decisions. In the room, make, help me make decisions, yeah. Guys like that, Jim Brandon, guys that have been around the Canada soccer, played here, know what it's about, know the players. Have good relationship with players. That's why Jules Jules is like the godfather of all this. Atiba, once he's done, like those are the guys you need around it to uh, to help. I think we'll get there. It's just gonna take time. That up there, man. But yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Out of the madness. Anything else that we gotta we gotta yeah, talk I was about? Say, do we have anything? I think I that's really have Champions League, Champions League, EPL. Yeah, big game Wednesday. I think that's it for now, yeah. That's it. I can't think it's 68. This is episode 68. There's not one footballer with the number 68. That was, yeah, it's a dead number, man. To be fair, 67 was a wild one that Mazzarozzo wore. And I doubt, I mean, I'm not even gonna bother looking up footballers that wore the number 69 because they're probably a fucking massive douchebag. So we'll just avoid that for the Yeah, those are, those are academy players' numbers. No one's wearing that. Remember, I think at 48 or 47 or some shit like that. Wild number, man. 
That's kind of cool though, because then when you see those guys playing, then you're like, oh, dope. Academy kids haven't got like their first team number. Yeah, 47, 48, I think it's 48. Fucking Phil Foden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Stock, Stockport lad. Um, yeah, fucking hell. Wicked, man. Well, you're going to enjoy the rest of your week. I'm going to try yes, and enjoy sir. the rest of my week. Um, everybody that made it to this point in the episode, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Um, as always, if uh, you're not already, head over to the Instagram, the Twitter, the TikTok. You can find it at justoutside underscore pod. If you listen to it and you want to get someone, one person, man, share the episode with one person, share the podcast with one person. My guy, my guy, Jao, I talked to him about the podcast, start following the page. <laughs> was hyped about it. Wanted to know no, about Canada, Canada footy. He said he's gonna listen go. on, on those chats. Um, because apparently a, a guy who used to play for the club here was like a Canadian, but I I didn't recognize the name as a while ago. Um, so he had like a little connection with Canada footy and a Canadian player, which is kind of cool. Okay, cool. So you know what? Just just spreading it, spreading the good word of the just offside pod. Wherever we go, and you can do this, just a little little share button. Do your thing, you know. So um, until until next episode, this was episode sixty eight. Chief, later days, man. Enjoy everybody. Peace.